0: Tonight on this episode of LifeCast, we're going to be tackling the tricky subject, as many of us have dealt with, of long-distance relationships. We're going to talk about the trials and tribulations and the things that uh, it takes to make, make it work. Um, and the things that ultimately break. On this segment, we like to call Operator Long Distance, please. So sit back, enjoy, and get ready to learn something. My best old
1: ex-friend, Ray Gosh, you said you knew well And sometimes hated. it
2: the Waffle House. My name is Patrick Hicks, your faithful host. I'm joined here by my seeming more and more every week to be co host, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Xander Gregory
0: Ragnall. Not in that order, but not accepted.
2: I, I like, I'm a little dyslexic. Fair enough. But um, yeah, the topic is long distance relationships and how to make them actually work. We're going to break down the epitome of what it is. Um, I'm sure you all know already what a long-distance relationship is. It's pretty self-explanatory. I can't give you the exact distance. I don't think down the street
0: works. That doesn't qualify. No, I think you have to at least be in a different neighborhood, probably within the same town.
2: different. How about different area
0: code? Different area code.
2: Uh, perhaps, in a little while. Um...
0: Yeah, different area code, so I think, is, a.
2: Yeah. Um, we're also going to talk about, you know, personal experiences that go you know, along with it. You know, what we've gone through as far as distance relationships. Um, but hopefully what, what we are going to try to do is make it so you can walk away from this, having listened to this podcast, and have a better understanding so when maybe you're in a relationship now that's long distance or maybe uh, you're thinking about getting into one or you said you've sworn off on them completely and now you're thinking about doing it again. Hopefully we'll give you some information that will be to your um, benefit. So so I think we've defined the term long distance relationship. Now your experience. Right, with, my experience uh, with longest
0: long Well, um, if you, if you tuned, tuned in earlier to like some of our previous stuff, um, you'll realize that I'm sort of a cynic when it comes to love and relationships. The man I'm, hates love. I don't necessarily hate love, but we're, we're love. not really on speaking terms at the moment. Let's put it that way.
2: <laughs> You're taking a break.
0: I am taking a break. Um, you know, I've, I've been in a few situations where the, uh, the idea of being in a relationship... With a fair amount of distance between me and the other person has you know come up um, and I'll admit a lot of times I, uh, I kind of shy away from it um, because the, I think the, the one thing that people worry about the most is that you know out of sight out of mind you know uh, instead of the whole like you know what is it um, Distance makes the heart grow fonder or something like that. I don't think that's exact. Absence. Absence. <laughs> absence makes the heart Astinence
2: grow. actually makes the heart go
0: fonder. And it makes other parts of the body do other things too. Yeah. But, um, yeah, absence, I'm sorry. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. That's right. Um, but no, most people are fixated on the whole, like, out of sight, out of mind. Um, they're afraid that their uh, baser, you know, human instincts are going to kick in and they're just going to go after the next thing that's, Easily available to me. Yeah. But um, I have definitely been privy to uh, a few relationships in my day um, where, you know, distance was not an issue.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um, a couple of them, actually. And, uh, you know, granted, while I may be taking my break, I'm still pulling in information, you know, from all sources. And I think I found a few things that might help people in long-distance relationships kind of sustain it. And work through some of those issues that they may have. Um, I guess the the first thing we really need to talk about is, like, what are the issues with long-distance relationships? And it's not really the distance, because obviously some long-distance relationships do work. Yeah. So, I guess we can start off
2: with, yeah, the points that make a long-distance relationship different, whether you want to argue harder or easier than a typical relationship where you're seeing the person every day or weekly or, you know. So, obviously, distance, you know, it's in the title. Um. Completely lost my train of thought there. So I was staring at the pie over there
0: actually <laughs> in the refrigerator and now I really want to pie. Speaking of long-distance relationships, it's just so out of reach for them. You know, this yeah, pie. it is.
2: This pie is just all the way. It's like a good 15 meters, and I'm not going to walk over there and get it.
0: Well, I mean, okay, so we're talking about the differences between a long-distance relationship and a distance being the, the primary difference, of course. With that, um, yeah, you don't see the other person as much anymore, so you're not constantly reminded of them. Um, and with that is you've got the pros and cons of, okay, you're not... Always around them, so when you are around
2: them, it right. makes everything that much better.
0: Of course, I mm-hmm. mean, um, you know, you've got that—that that someone you can turn to when you need it.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um, with the long-distance relationships, um, they're not so readily available. However, with you know, cell phone technology, internet.
2: Um, yeah, would you would you, you definitely argue in favor of now that technology has progressed so much, long distance is a lot more feasible than it used to be.
0: Exactly, exactly. And there are, of course there are the physical limitations. Um, you know, if you're uh, if you're in California and it's storming over there, and your boyfriend or girlfriend's here in Richmond, you know, if you want to snuggle up with somebody, it's that's not probably not going to be that person. No,
2: might be a hobo here in Richmond.
0: Most likely, yeah, it's probably gonna be a hobo. A- so yeah, I mean, there there are still still some obvious things that you just can't you know get around when it comes to long distance relationships. But you know, there's still a relationship, and it's that's something you got to keep in mind. There's still like certain rules and certain parameters you got to work within in order to make it work. Definitely. But with true. long distance relationships, you know, you've got more to it. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I've
2: found. You know, they say, Atheist At makes the heart grow stronger. Alright, so fine, do... I get it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> not to rub it in, but. So when you do finally see him, you know, you just. It's a surge of emotion. But not all the emotion is good because, you know, it's been however long months, you know, weeks. And while, yes, you're so overly excited to see this person finally be able to tangibly see them touch them feel them you also have to kind of catch up because you haven't for so long while you might have talked on the phone um during that duration of time in between there's something to be said for physical like being able to talk to someone in front of you
0: Right, that physical communication. Yeah,
2: yeah. Being able to read their body language when they talk to you, you know, and catching up that way. So, um, now, I've had good long distance relationships, I've had bad ones. I guess they all kind of ended, obviously. Yeah. So that's bad. But
0: Well, not necessarily. But- well, yeah,
2: I'm still on in talking terms of one. Um, all right. And she lived up in uh, New York. Um, and that was the good one. Um, and it was healthy for I guess that's what we're trying to find is a healthy long distance relationship what makes that possible I think number one factor bar none is trust
0: absolutely
2: having trust in A yourself and them because if you can't feasibly go out to a bar at night and not feel like you are on edge to jump the next thing that looks attractive to you. Being able to have that wherewithal to you know, say to yourself, you know what? I'm committed to this relationship and though she's not here right now I'm still going to honor it. You know, It doesn't matter either if she finds out or not. I'm just not going to do that. That's just morally wrong. Um, and also you have to be fine with them having their day-to-day life. And being able to say, "Okay, I cannot be a part of that," and we can still have a romantic relationship.
1: Of course,
2: because um, I think when we when we look at relationships, we often look to our elders, people we trust, and you're looking oftentimes at marriages. These are people that see each other every day, go to sleep next to each other. This is the exact opposite of a long distance relationship. But they've worked towards that point. So, it's almost like you go on a blind date. You go in not knowing anything about the person. Yeah, that one night, you get to know each other, things go good. So, numbers are swapped. Weeks could go by, days, I mean, it could be anything. Say two weeks go by, you finally get the courage to call her up. You plan for a week later. And so on and so forth. And they get closer and closer. So, long distance is like taking that and saying, okay, what if you went on a blind date out of state with the intentions of <laughs> wow. if it going well, moving, and then dating. Wow. So, I mean, you're starting even further, even more distance in between you. Not physical distance, but... You can't say, yeah, I know that bar that you're at tonight. You can't say, oh, I remember your friend Craig. He's a great guy. Not in the beginning, you know. You're kind of jumping into their life being blind. You can't put a name to, or you can't put a face, I guess you'd say, to these places that they're talking about. Um, You're relying on them to be the editor, the narrator of their life, and you're supposed to keep up with it that way
0: and I'll definitely agree with you there and I think um one of the big things as far as like starting off in these long term long distance relationships as far as like you know on a uh, long term basis goes is that you do have to have some level of uh consistency in how often you see them and interact with them before the distance actually becomes a factor mm-hmm. um, cause you can build that trust much easier um when you see the person on a regular basis um it's uh, more so quality over quantity, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also does take a lot of character to build that kind of trust um, to handle handle their, them at a distance, because uh, you're going purely off words. Yeah. Um, I and, mean, nowadays um, you've got
2: you know Skype. True. You've got stuff like that. So
0: yes, you're you can see them, but. Yeah, they're true. Like- but- TV screen. It's it's so easy to embellish, yeah. you know, because you're not always going to have the ability to, uh, you know, live chat with anybody yeah. um, at any given time. Um, yeah. So, obviously, the story's going to be told a little bit differently, however you want to the However you have interpreted the evening, the, the moment, that's how you're going to express it. Yeah. Um, so... You know, in that regard, I can I can see how a lot of people do get kind of frustrated because it's that level of interpretation. Like, you kind of have to just have the faith to accept it yourself. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's where the mutual trust and faith kind of comes into play. Yeah,
2: definitely agree. All right, we're going to take a quick break coming up here now. Um, and we're going to leave you some music during the break while we... Uh, Think of your favorite um, Long distance movie They've made so many different oh, Long yeah. distance relationship movies um, I'm not even going to throw out titles yet Because there's just so many good ones out there But um, So be thinking of that We'll be right back It
1: was and <laughs>
2: Podcast. We're back. We're back. Um, so, I hope you thought of some movies uh, dealing with uh, long distance relationships. I've got, what, it was a long. Uh, yeah, I mean, sleepless in Seattle. Um, um,
0: sleepless in Seattle, I think. Uh, I guess you could say, like, there's something about Mary sort of counts as one yeah, relationship. A little bit. Um, something like Heaven. Actually, I yeah. think with uh, Reese Witherspoon,
2: that's...
0: Yeah. Granted, um, the distance was more on an ethereal level, mm-hmm. um, but still, there's still distance involved yeah. there. Um,
2: I think, bar none the best, I think the best portrayal of nowadays long distance, because Tom Hanks during Sleuth yeah, of the Tale, that was a little bit... Yeah. That was what it was like before we had so much instant communication. Um, it's not even that... It's a pretty recent movie, um, Going the Distance.
0: Yes, yeah.
2: That movie, if you haven't seen it, check it out Because that is Besides a couple Obvious uh, Cinematic play-ups I think it's a very accurate um, Display of what Going through that On his side, her side um, Their friends What it's like to truly be in a Long-distance relationship nowadays But yeah, that was just for fun.
0: So, uh, who, who were we just listening to just
2: now? <laughs> that was the absolute best band in the world. Actually, it's um, Electric Light Orchestra. All right, a little ELO there for you. That was a uh, last train L-O-L-O. to London. That's right, <laughs> last train to London. My favorite song by them, actually. Um, great song.
0: All right. So when we uh, when we left off, we were talking about um, the. I guess some of the issues with uh, long long distance relationships. we were talking about the obvious problems that get brought up, mostly matters of trust. Because um, yeah. a lot of people, when you ask them, you know, the two things that the two common answers you get when people are asked, "What's the most important you know aspect of love? What's the most important thing to consider in a relationship?" It's either love or trust. And I think most people in like very close quarters relationships um, will answer trust or love more than anything else. But people in long-distance relationships... Um, definitely trust. Yeah, definitely trust. Um, and for good reason. Now, you know, obviously we, we understand the, the difficulties. One, we address, you know, the things that um, really make it work. You know, what are the examples that we've seen? And, um, you know, what are the, some of the obvious things that we, I think as people we just sort of generally, like, overlook? Because um, most people, when they see or think of long-term relationships... A red flag goes up, and it's, yeah. it's always like looked at it's with got a, negative. a
2: bad name. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. There's a just a negative vibe that you get with it. But honestly, it, I mean, a relationship's a relationship. There, even if love and is kind of put on the back burner and is uh, left more with trust, um, there's still love involved. Yeah. So, um, you know, I'm going to take an example from uh, a couple, uh, two very good friends of mine. Um, I'm not going to drop any names, but if they are listening, they'll know exactly who they are. They've been together for a little over two years now, I believe. Um, I actually met them, and I'm glad I can say this. I met them in the summer of '09. 9. Yes, 2009. Um, met them then, um, and they, that's kind of when they got together. Um, now, the boyfriend in the relationship lives in town uh, Richmond, Virginia. The girl, she, uh, she lives all the way in Roanoke. She goes to school there, um, and she's just about to graduate. So first off, congratulations to her. Um, and she'll be moving back soon enough. But um, for two years now, she has been in this long-distance relationship with this guy. Now, she's generally home for about a total of three months out of the entire year. Um, so she only sees him for 20% of the year. And this 20 or 25% rather. And this 25% is stretched out over the entire 365 days. Um, The bulk of which being like all of like two and a half months during the summertime. Mm -hmm. Of course, he works. um, And as of lately, he's been working a lot. um, And she works in Roanoke. So obviously, their time is dedicated to their personal responsibilities. Yeah. Busy yeah. lifestyle, exactly. But they always keep um, you know that level of communication open. They always texting each other, always calling each other on the phone. Um, so yeah, they they do kind of keep up with each other. But obviously, there are some things that you just don't talk about over the phone, or there's just something you just can't really express unless the person's right in front of you. Yeah. Um, now, when they do get together, um, for the first year. They were still in that honeymoon phase. Mm -hmm. Everyone, I think, is familiar with that term where it's just pretty much sunshine and daisies. You're not seeing anything negative. Yeah, nothing negative. It's all up. And, uh, truly, their absence from each other did bring them closer. And when they do get to spend time together, it's like they're joined at the hip. Um, then that first year passed. Now, he's a great guy. And she's an amazing woman. Um... And I think with our society the way it is, both of them are surrounded by so many cynics that when they're separated from each other, those cynics start to kind of
2: work their way in.
0: Right, right. And um, it's had um, some, a few minor um, but still negative effects on the relationship, yet they still manage to keep it together. Now, I had a chance to talk with them about this, um, kind of one-on-one, and get their individual perspective on it, and, um, they both agree that, you know, that first year, it was all about, like, just the, the novelty of the whole situation. Being in this relationship, having someone that you could trust, um, and relate to, and still have this distance between you, and still keep it, you know, alive and strong. But, just like any relationship, it kind of, it simmered down, and, um they got to the reality of things you know they're gonna have some moments where they don't always agree on things and they're gonna have some um, issues that need to be discussed on a on a very serious basis you know it's not all jokes at that point Um, yet they still manage to work through it because they know that they both trust each other and they both love each other Um, and they both appreciate what they have Um, and I think that's a one of the biggest things that kind of keep them together is that they appreciate that. Yeah. Um, Recently, the the young woman um, had gone on an outing with a couple of her friends from work. Um, They went to a bar, um, and I feel like this is like the breeding ground for disaster when it comes to relationships. (laughs) Yeah. They went into the bar, they had a couple of drinks, and, um, you know, by the end of the night, she was contemplating breaking up with this guy. Mainly because you know she was getting these, uh, these negative, you know, this negative input by the cynics, mm-hmm. the people who could not relate to the fact that she had something really good going on in her life. Um, now, it's natural to um, to say to yourself, okay, I've been in this long distance relationship for you know x amount of months or even x amount of years, and it's been going really good. You know, we've been making it work, but. I'm surrounded by all this potential around me. It's not like I haven't thought about it before. Why can't I, you know, see other guys, you know, don't I have human needs? I'm like, yes, that is true, you do. But you've got to keep in mind, I mean, when it all boils down, those physical aspects of relationships really aren't that important. I mean, when you really look at the, the relationships that have gone the distance, you know, the ones, people who have been married for 40, 50 years, um, some of them yes they still have a, a healthy intimate relationship continue on but at, for most of them it's that sheer companionship yeah you know yeah. they've uh they've kind of gotten past all the physical stuff and it's they've got to the bare bones like the real meat of what it means to be in a relationship with someone really love somebody that it's you know more than just a touch yeah. it's more than just seeing them or, or hearing them it's just that the intrinsic value of being with them yeah. sit
3: down with y'all because I'm going through these really quick
0: and All I right. got trying to explain things. So,
2: thing, so. so um. I think I think that's a good point because I think long distance kind of jumpstarts the two in the relationship to foregoing force forcibly. I mean, they have no choice, but foregoing the whole physical aspect of the relationship,
1: right.
2: at least till when they can see them. Mm-hmm. But it is much more about their personality how they're in conversation um, and learning it's it's learning you yeah. know as with you know your typical relationship but you're also you're miles away so I don't know I think that's a good point bringing in how seasoned veterans that you know 30 40 50 year um, married couples um, they have that companionship. I'm not saying that intimacy is not present. It probably still is. Of course. But for the most part, you ask them why they're still with them, you know, because once you get old, let's face it, you're not going to be doing it as much.
0: Right, yeah, Um, certain things kind of get put on the back burner.
2: So it's, for them, it's more about they are in it for the companionship, the the knowing that they're going to be there for them through thick and thin. Um, So... Let's talk about how you can stack the deck in your favor. How can you make these things work?
0: Okay. Well, the first thing I think obviously is, um, you know, before you put that distance in the relationship, you do have to have some, you know, together time, you know, face to face, you know, physical interaction. And don't take that the wrong way, but yeah. you know, actually, so like, we are not including
2: internet chat room dating.
0: Right. Right. <laughs> I mean, like actual like.
2: They came to, like, a wedding, y'all hit it off, she was in town for, like, a week, then she had to go back. And y'all want to progress this, take to a relationship, or? I mean-
0: well, for some folk a week, but, uh, you know, that's the thing. I think people who do fall in love that quickly or do want to jump into a relationship that quickly, mm-hmm. maybe the long-distance thing is not for them. Yeah. Um, and that's something I do want to emphasize, that long-distance relationships can work, but I don't really think it is for everybody. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. keep that in mind. Um, by all means if, you, if you're in one And it's not working for you Get out Yeah If it's um, not
2: good now And it's not looking good Then It's, it's only going to go downhill You can't come to a compromise
0: Exactly But You really do need to start off With enough time Quality time With that person First Then once the distance um, You know Comes into play You play off You know The trust and the, the Yeah failure. The trust that you've gained While they're still there Exactly
1: Can yes, yeah. a yes, question yeah. Oh,
0: really? 20 25 hmm. That's a good um,
2: so yeah. I think here's something that I found works great. And let me tell you there's nothing there's no better time than now for long-distance long relationships and in the future because now I think not only keeping up with that person, but keeping up with, you know, maybe uh, when you go up and visit them, meet their friends. Um, become friends with their friends, you know. Right. Um, and go around to where they hang out, you know. Oh, this is that bar I was telling you about, or oh, this is where we go, you know, after uh, class or something. Right, right, So that way, when you are back home, and you're talking, she's saying, yeah, I hung out with Chris. You're not popping up a red flag saying, well, who's this Chris guy?" Who's that, you know, Chelsea exactly. girl? You know, who's that Sarah, you know? Or, um, you know, yeah, we went to a bar the other night. Why are you going to a bar, you know? Get to know their lives. So when you're back here, plus it makes for better conversation, you know, hey, how's Chaz doing? Or, hey, you know, heard anything right.
0: from Greg lately? Or, you know. Because let's face it, I mean, long-distance relationship or not, I mean, you're not going to have, you know, conversational pieces Every single day Yeah um, So it's always good To have a talking point um, mm-hmm. And that is important When you have this um, You know Once the distance Has been established To make time to visit them
2: Yeah you know? Routinely I think routinely
0: A routine definitely Does help mm-hmm. um, But I think you're also Presented with uh, A very like Prime opportunity To embrace spontaneity Oh definitely has spontaneity um, Because yeah. you can always With distance You can always You know Surprise them Yeah and I think, you know, those little things are yeah, huge, yeah. make a huge difference in relationship. I'm just saying,
2: don't but, make I mean, it so, something like starting off, yeah, we're going to see each other once every month.
0: Yeah, I and mean,
2: clearly, yeah. That's just not going to work. Things are going to come up. So maybe do every two months, you know, mm-hmm. and make it so you're there long enough to really enjoy the time with them. Not a two-day thing not gonna work there's way too short time to catch up from those two months because
0: here, here's the thing um and this is actually why i think that some like close border relationships don't work Like when you're surrounded by a person for so long and you know so often uh the excitement goes out of the whole yeah. relationship um yeah. there's no mystery there's no there's no excitement uh, honestly i do believe that for a, a relationship to stay strong, there should be just a slight hint of doubt yeah. on both sides. Not an overwhelming sense, but just a slight hint of doubt. Just because it'll help both peop- both you know parties in the relationship want to improve themselves. Like, okay, you know, I know this person loves me. I know they trust me. I know I trust them. But there might be someone better out there, for, you know, for them than me. But I think I'm the best person for them. You know, so I'm going to you know, do what I can to, you know, be as good of a person for them as I can be. Yeah. And likewise. Definitely. It really shouldn't be, you know, outbalanced in either direction. Um, and, uh, I think by having, um, having enough time between the times you see them, you keep that, that level, you know, where it needs to be. Yes, uh, meet their friends. Go to the places they go to. Um, make it a point to learn that person in their their setting. Um, and then when they come to visit you, do the same thing.
2: Exactly. Um,
0: that is something I've seen work with this relationship of my two friends. Um, he generally sees her on uh, specific like milestone kind of days that she has during the year. And then from time to time he'll just like make his way yeah. yeah like he'll know her her schedule it's like okay like she's working like this day or whatever she's got class this time um he already knows that so he knows it's not gonna be like that big of an inconvenience but she may not ex- necessarily expect it but she loves it when it happens mm-hmm. and likewise she'll come visit him like every other couple of weeks mm-hmm. um because I mean they've been in a relationship long enough where that's an acceptable yeah. amount of time yeah. um and of course because she you know was born and raised here too you know when she comes home it's not always the two of them together anymore she does go out and see her friends and everything yeah. too um so that's definitely been a huge um you know aid for them is that they um they're making a point to get to know each other on multiple levels yeah. not just the nice. intimate it's just doing me levels.
2: yeah definitely
0: we're gonna take a quick break
2: when we get back we're gonna keep talking about these um these aids to Uh, Your long distance worries And woes So check out this Tastefully selected piece of Auditory Rhythm and
0: Love What? (laughs) Yeah We'll be right back
3: I really can't stand
4: Baby, it's cold outside
3: I've got to go away But
4: baby, it's cold outside
3: This evening has been
4: And hoping that you drop so in So
3: nice.
4: I'll hold your hands They're just like ice
3: My mother will start to Beautiful worry Beautiful,
4: you heard.
3: My father will be facing the floor Some Early. Well, maybe just a half a drink more
4: Put some records on while I pour Neighbors
3: might think
4: Maybe it's bad out there
3: Say what's in this drink
4: No cabs to be had out there
3: I wish I knew how
4: Your eyes are like starlight to break now
3: this spell
4: I'll take your hat Your hair looks well. I
3: ought to say if At least I'm gonna say That I tried. What's
4: the sense of hurting my pride I
3: really can't stay but Baby, don't
4: hold out Baby,
3: baby it's, it's cold, cold outside. outside Baby,
4: it is cold outside it, it is It is Nora Jones and Willie Nelson Baby, it's cold outside Great
2: Great
1: rendition, I think. Yeah, it's gonna
2: start getting cold soon. You gotta bundle up. I can't wait. I'm a big proponent of
1: these seasons.
2: And uh, you know, a lot of
1: people side note, you know
2: people are you know, they just claim, oh I can't stand the winter. But, oh I hate summer. One thing You never get people Who hate spring or fall yeah, Absolutely not Everyone is pretty Okay with it. Yeah. They're good They're fine yeah. Um But You get that whole You want what you can't wow. have Yeah That whole complex Once summer comes You're like Man it's so freaking hot I just want it to be cold again So that, that It's that transition phase Fall is like Yes this is what I want This is what I want I can't wait yeah. for snow Man it's gonna be great Okay, Christmas comes. Oh, yay. And then, damn, it's cold outside. Yep. Can't wait for summer. And then spring comes, like, oh, yeah, birds are coming and doing their things and might take a dip in the pool and, oh, yeah, it's nice out here. Summer hits. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> uh... Um, you got to
0: love the intermedi- intermediaries.
2: Yeah. You know? That's one thing. In Virginia, you, you've got... All the seasons in all their glory, I think. You do. It's not like that whole mamma jambo over in California where it's like strictly 70 degrees all year long. Right. You know, Uh, you can't really notice. If you didn't have a calendar, you wouldn't know the seasons very easily. No, you wouldn't.
0: that's one thing I do like about it. I do like about this place. So. But um, kind of hopping back on on topic. Um, So we left off and we were talking about... Um, The things that really make long-distance relationships work. Um, Obviously, there's a lot of other things that can be taken into consideration. Um, As as we mentioned, it's mostly personality. You know, you got to have the personality to be able to handle a long-distance relationship. Um, And that's not saying anything negative on anybody's account. It's just the way it is. Um, You know, obviously, you got to have that trust. You have to have that communication. And you have to have a certain level of sacrifice, as you know, you're going back and forth, visiting each other, and accepting them for who they are, you know, without the, the limitations of physical boundaries, and um, without the limitations of just uh, physical presence. Um, but I think it's safe to say that if you can avoid a long distance relationship, it's probably best you to do. Um, even if they can work, and it's it's hassle that we could do without. Um, yeah. True. Um, But, you know, for some of us out there, there is no avoiding it. And uh, at this point, I'm speaking primarily to any and everyone associated with the military. Um, Whether you're currently in the military and you've got uh, a girl or a guy back home, um, if you are planning on going into the military... um, and, uh, you're still single or, you know, what have you, any aspect of that, you know. Unfortunately, these brave men and women who are serving their country dutifully do have this issue that they have to contend with.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and I kind of want to pass this one on to you since you are kind of, uh, in this boat right now. Yeah. Let's get some um, of your
2: thoughts. Yeah. I mean, I'm joining, joining the Marines. And they really do say that the core, the backbone of the Marine Corps, the actual C-O-R-E of the Corps, is the spouses, um, the wives, husbands of those serving. um, Because not only do you have that trust issue, because a lot of them are going abroad, getting deployed, it's almost inevitable, especially in the Marine Corps. We're deployed um, a lot more often. Um, It's not just the trust, it's the Wondering if they're still alive I mean, wondering if they are in mortal damage Or uh, danger, right, at that moment And Communication is horrible Because um, Have you ever talked to someone that's overseas Using a government telephone Or trying to, like their, their service is just... I mean, I love this country. I love the government, love the military and everything. But they could definitely, if we had some extra funds, I mean, that's just a personal thing, uh, revamp our telecommunications um, abroad. Maybe switch
0: your wireless provider. Yeah,
2: maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's just... They're, they're on missions, and a lot of times they don't have any communications. So you're... you're Yeah, definitely. Um, You're at home, and your only form of communication is the news. Yeah. And if they're going to cover it at all. um, And, you know, you're left to talking to their their commanding officers that are stateside, um, telling you, you know, their conditions and any updates on anything. Hey, John, you want to
1: try
5: some pumpkin
1: spice?
2: And so for on that behalf it's super hard on the spouses now don't get me wrong being over there and you're not just worrying about how they're doing you're wondering are you gonna make it back to them yeah yeah I mean, that's definitely just as hard I think
0: the laundry list of like concerns that a, a person involved in the military yeah you know it, either side has when it comes to longest relationship, Completely outweigh those of, like, the normal civilians.
2: And, I mean, you can forget it if you're not married. If you're not married, if you're not living on base or in housing with them, it's really going to be hard for you to communicate. I mean, at least being married, you're probably going to be living in the same quarters. Um, And also... If you've gotten to that point with that person, you probably are more familiar with the military. So you're going to be, um, it's going to be more of an option for you to go over and say, Hey, how's my husband? Or, hey, how's my uh, wife doing over there? You have any updates? You're not as like, oh, I don't want to bother them. They probably don't know or, you know. So long distance is pretty much the only option. And I think for that, you've got some of the strongest men and women, um, some of the strongest spouses in the, the armed services because you have to. It's not, you know, it, it's, it is the relationship. Trust and being able to go on and carry on without them while they're, they're absent.
1: Um, it says a lot
2: You've got to be an independent Strong
1: uh,
2: Faithful person um, You can't be One of those clingy um, Dependent uh, Gotta have you with me At all times kind of person It's a different type of long distance Because it's a long distance That cannot be changed No matter how far your feelings go um this is uncle sam saying i understand you guys love each other and all but they've got a commitment
0: right so
2: um not trying to say that if you are in the military um, celibacy and you know <laughs> singleness are the way to go not, not at all um probably just the the opposite yeah.
0: actually. having yeah. someone there It definitely yeah yeah it definitely would help because it Uh, gives you that extra extra something to keep fighting for you know yeah
2: exactly Um, um you know if you're in my case I'm I'm just going through the process right now of I'll be leaving for boot camp soon and um you know I'm at that stage right now where I'm not trying to get into a relationship whether it be long distance or not because no matter what it is at the present, it's about to get really long distance in with no communication at all. Right. I mean, you've got letters, but on a very infrequent basis, um, you've got three minutes, or three uh, months off the bat at boot camp, you're back for ten days, that's good, then you're out for a month uh, for a marine combat training, and then Depending on what MOS, what your job is in the military, or in the Marines, you'd be gone for as little as, uh, I don't know, um, what's the shortest one, maybe uh, a month, two months. Um, And then you've got my school, which is 64 weeks. So, over a year. Yeah. Um, And in my case, I'm living in Virginia now, and I'll be going to my school, uh, Defense Language Institute, all the way over in Monterey, California. So, it's almost like I need to get into a long-distance relationship who lives out in Monterey. So, that way, when I go, it'll be a short-distance relationship. Yeah. But then it's going to turn right back into a
0: long-distance. So, Well, at least you've had a a chance to kind of test the waters first. Yeah, exactly. But, um...
2: No, it's rough. I mean... uh, I've talked to my parents, I've talked to my grandparents, um, and they've been both on the service side and on the spouse of the service Uh, side. And there's no doubt about it, it's going to be hard either way. Uh, There's going to be times where you're questioning it, there's going to be times where you don't know if you can cut this, you don't know if you can go six months without seeing that person. You don't know the relationship is at a point where, you know, you can say, you know what, let's get married, and then two months later, I got to ship out to Iraq, or I got to go to Afghanistan, or, you know, anywhere. Um, now, I will say, if you do get married, you do have the options, um, as far as, um, your permanent base, your permanent orders, um, taking your family with you, um, And generally, when you do that, you'll be there probably a year to two years longer than you would if it was just you. So, you gotta be with someone who's into traveling, likes change, and can deal with it and adapt. Um, uh, You know, I've met uh, one lady, she was married to a, a man in the Air Force, they moved every four years. And they moved from, I think, he was first stationed in um, Chicago. They moved straight from Chicago out to Germany. Stayed there for three years. Then they went over to, um, I think, Italy for three years. Then Japan. I mean, and he was in for 30 years. So 30 years of just three years, and then you're gone. Three years, then you're gone. Um, And if you're thinking about having having children, um, I'm I'm very pro-traveling. Especially uh, if I'm going to have kids, I think it's a good um, thing for them to do. Um, You become very easily... You're, you're good with well, social situations. Yeah, yeah. You you can get thrown into something new, and you know, you're used to it. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be hard at first. Don't get me wrong, and know it's gonna be hard. But at the end of the day, you're gonna walk away with so many life experiences, S- having traveled so many places. You're gonna be leaps and bounds ahead of people your age. Um, but child-raising, we can do a whole other uh, life cast. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get back to long distance. Um, no, I mean, military, like I said, if you're, if you're planning on marrying um, or just dating while you're in the military, be fully aware that it's going to test you. It's yeah. going to test the relationship. So, um, unless you want to do the whole, you know, I'm only here for one week, let's make the best of it kind of approach. If, if you don't want to do that and you want to actually have something of sustenance during it, then know that you're going to be bearing something heavier than your typical relationship.
1: So,
0: so would you say that um, for someone in the military or any, any aspect, that for them it's best to, to go in? I guess committed mm. um, Financially
2: Yes, 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 yes okay. If you go into the Corps Married You are going to start off making more money Per month You'll get more benefits You'll get benefits for your spouse Any children um, And plus You'll be going through the ropes You're going to be new to military life But so is your spouse And they're going to be going through it at the same time So as you learn, they learn
1: yeah. Right.
2: Whereas if you're in, and then a year later you meet this civilian chick and y'all shack up and decide to get married, they're just thrown into your world, and you're so you could be a month into it, you could be four years into it. They are forced to catch up, and if they can't, you're gonna inevitably be like saying, you know, I can't do this. You are not gonna adapt to this. Whereas if they're there from the beginning. It's almost like they're going there, a different boot camp with you.
1: Yeah. You know, it's, it, it is. It's, um... And it it does get e- easier over time, I think. Um,
2: don't get me wrong, you're going to have your sleepless nights while they're deployed. You're going to have just fits of rage. Um, but when they come home, you're going to appreciate that person more than you've ever appreciated a single person. Tonight. Absolutely. So... Um, so, yeah, I'd say definitely um, it's an advantage to be with that person before because the most time you're going to spend away from them is in the beginning. And if you guys can make it through that, then it's just going to go uphill from there. So, I definitely say free enlistment uh, relationship is good. For me, I've got like seven months. I'm on the edge of, yeah, I could start a relationship, and by seven months from there, if we're still together, it's probably going to be worth it, and we can try it, you know? Anything less than, like, five months, four months,
1: eh, at least with that seven-month barrier, you got, okay, this is the trust level, okay,
2: we've had some time apart, we did pretty well with it, or we didn't do so well, so maybe we should rethink this.
1: So, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, because I
0: was, I was going to say, you know, yeah, that pre-enlistment, like getting together with that person, definitely a huge benefit to anyone in the military or any, again, any aspect of it. But, um, yeah, uh, the next question I was going to ask, like, so for anyone who isn't with someone right now who is going in the military, what is... What's probably, like, your best be, advice yeah. you could give, you know? Someone who's in my position? Yeah, someone who's in your position. Like, if you if you were, uh, you know, a third party looking into your life, what would you tell yourself? Um,
2: let's see. I think you have to weigh out a couple things.
1: A, how
2: important is a relationship at the moment to you? How, how important is it that, you know, how bad... And not just a relationship, a lasting relationship. Because the only relationship that's going to potentially get through this hump of boot camp and whatnot in the first couple of, uh, the first better half of a year is a serious relationship. So, are you at a point that you want to get into a serious relationship? And you have to make sure that if you are, your partner is as well, you know? They, you're at about seven months, Um, you know, you get into the relationship, fully aware that, you know, you're leaving in seven months, you know, you're leaving for the core, um, but you want to, you know, make it work. So,
1: I would, people in my position, if
2: you think that this is going to be such a huge change in your life and you're going to be so overwhelmed with things as it is with just the the new job the new life because it is a new form of life. Civilian life is way different than military life. If you don't think you can keep up with the relationship during it go with your feeling do not. Do not get into the relationship. Now double-sided coin if you think this is going to be a lot but you need support, and you want to have someone there. I'd say, yeah, you've got seven months. You know, play the field. Don't go out looking. You know, don't date a person solely for the fact that you're leaving and you want to get married right now. You yeah, know, so don't and, force it. Yeah, don't force anything. Always, don't, don't. But if you do by chance, you know, fall into a relationship, and you know you're feeling really good about it, yeah. No sense of cutting that off prior to leaving, I I don't think. Um, because if they're going to stick with you through this, they're going to stick around for a while. Um, now that being said, you obviously have to put the Marine Corps or, you know, your service before everything else. Um, and that for a lot of people is hard. Um to be able to just drop everything and say, you know what, this is bigger than me, this is bigger than our relationship, I gotta do it. Um, that's where trust is kind of jammed down your throat in this relationship, because like it or not, you're gonna have to trust them. Um, if you don't, it's, you know, gone. You're That's the end of the relationship. Um, so... I'd say if you're into dating people who are clingy,
1: if
2: you like dating people who, um, you like the feeling of someone hanging off of you at all times of the day, if you need to play that role of, I'm the provider, and, you know, they have to, you know, um, eat out of my hand, you know, Um, if you're that kind of person... Uh Uh-uh, don't do it, because you're not going to get that. You're going to be gone. They're going to have to make do without you.
4: Um,
2: But if you're into, and you should be, if you're into someone who's strong and independent, like we were talking about, um, who cares for you and will honor you in your absence, I'd say good luck and, you know, best of luck, because people like that not everyone is up for that challenge just like not everyone's cut out for the, the military not everyone's cut out to be a spouse of someone in the military it takes a special kind of relationship and a special type
0: of uh, person so you know I think that's that's true and yeah, you bring know, bringing this around full circle I think that's really true for any kind of long distance relationship in and of itself it does yeah. take that like, yeah. yeah. kind of special kind of person um I, what I will say what I guess I, what I want to ask um you know, especially in regards to the military It's like, okay If you've got uh, a big enough window To establish this When do you think would be the best time to uh, You know, bring this up Because obviously you don't want to um, You don't want to drop this, like, bomb You know, when you just start the relationship Cause you don't want to, like, scare them off You know, in That's any way or form But, like, when do you think is appropriate, an appropriate time To really, like, discuss it
1: Yeah then, It off
0: doesn't off. have to be, like, a, a, a chronological yeah. thing But, like, a,
2: a feeling right. I mean, you don't want to be going out to a bar one night and, hey, my name is Pat. Oh, that's cool. Nice name. Pretty name. About me, uh, I'm leaving for the military in uh, seven, Yeah, about seven months. To them, that's, hi, my name's Patrick. I don't have any feelings for a relationship that's going to be
0: prolonged.
2: I'm just looking for a... Uh, a good time, a good time. As well, I mean, it that could
0: also that could also mean like, hey, my name is Pat. You know, I uh, I want something desperately right now. Because yes. I such short- <laughs> yeah, yeah, it so, could be that. But at the same time, you don't want to get them involved.
2: And then, hey, by the way, I'm leaving in five, six days to ship to um, to boot camp. Um, yeah, you're gonna have to deal with that. So, yeah, when is the good time? Um, I'd say the good time is go a couple dates. I mean, get to know the person. And get to know if you, by about the, you know, I don't know, the sixth or seventh date. You know, after about a month, I'd say, of um, contact with this person. I think you can judge their character to the point where... Okay, I think they're strong. I think you can find out if they're an independent person. If, um... Yeah, you're obviously not to the point where you are their world. You know, if you died, oh my God, I would just be, yeah, you know, torn to pieces. You, you're not at that point.
0: Um,
1: so you have to
2: start investing into the relationship. Um... But you're going to want to be open. And when you do bring it up, you want to be completely open. Say, hey, this is when I've got to leave. This is why i got to leave. This is why it's important to me. Um, and they have to understand that's a big part of your life. Um, so you have to discuss where you're going, how long you're going, where you're going after that. Okay, do you want to keep in touch? This is the pivotal point of, okay, are we going to make this work? Or are we just gonna, you know, cut it off when I leave? This is the moment where that's decided. If you decide to cut it short there and try to enjoy your time until then, that's great, that's cool. Um but if they say, you know what, I think you're something special, let's let's try to make this work, you know. Not saying put a ring on the finger yet, but let's write. Let's keep in touch. Um and over the course of your first four, five, six, six months in the service, you are going to definitely, I think, get a clear message of, yes, this is working, we can progress to the next level, or, hey, this is just not working, I can't take it, or she can't take it, he can't take it, let's do ourselves a favor and cut this right now before something flares up and emotions just run high and we just burn bridges right right. so that'd be my
0: advice well um that's 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 honestly some pretty sound advice I think um I know there's some people who might disagree um might have different opinions but um you know hopefully we'll be able to address that you know later on in you know future episodes um but I want to thank you all for listening.
2: Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. And um, if you do, and we've never mentioned this before, but um, I definitely want to put it out there right now. Uh, if you do have any comments, any stories you want to share, any um, insights, you know, maybe you like this one, and you just want to give us praise, or maybe you're sitting there thinking, "Wow, they've really got this wrong." Yeah. Whatever it may be. Um, Hey, maybe you want us to talk about something, and we'll do that on the next cast, You know? That,
0: yeah, that would be fantastic. Yeah, I'd that'd be to great
2: that. to have you know little user feedback. If you have any questions or comments, concerns, whatever, what have you? Um, for now, um, you can email me at Patrick, P-A-T-R-I-C-K, D as in dog, or Dozer, <laughs> or Dingleberry, um, and then Hicks like the rednecks h-i-c-k-s at gmail.com um i'm gonna try to you know make a, a specialized email for this um for this podcast um you can get in touch with me uh, that way and hopefully we can get some uh, user-related uh feedback
0: yeah that would be fantastic yeah. um uh, again, I, w- I want to thank uh, I want to thank you all for listening. First yeah. off, I mean, if you lasted this long, thank you. Yeah, you're um,
2: a, you're a veteran at this point.
0: Um, I want to thank you, Patrick, for you know, oh, dude, coming back and speaking. I don't know, like that was kind of something like I've always wanted to ask you. Like at this point, you know, hey, what the heck is my role in this anyway? Like,
2: uh, you know, uh, I think you bu- you started off as a uh, sort of like a guest, a guest, yeah, and I think. Um, Out of default of not having any other interviewees, <laughs> uh, which we're working on. We are. I promise. There will be other people talking other than there us. There will be other people
0: and there will be blood.
2: There will be blood. Um, none of it... I'm not going to go there. Um, but, yes, please bear with us as we gain contacts with people. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think... Yeah, I mean... I'm just going to go ahead and say it on this podcast. I mean, I regard you as a co-producer in this podcast. dude. I mean, awesome. you've stuck with it, it.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, this far. I mean, you're right up there, and it's been a pleasure. I couldn't have a better person with me um, uh, no narrating uh, the topics. Yeah, Thank you. Definitely more entertaining than just me alone. That would get really <laughs> boring and really off-topic quick. So, thank you, Xander, for... Uh, being here as always at the lovely Waffle House.
0: Thank you for the opportunity. I've definitely enjoyed this and I you know hope to keep doing it. Um, yeah. You know, so, again, thank you all. Thank you, Patrick. Um, You've got his email. Please let us know. Like, Please. Give us your feedback. We'd definitely love to hear it and we'd definitely like to make improvements. Yeah. Um, but on that note, um, we're going to leave you with a little music and want to say good night, farewell, and um, keep the love going.
2: Yeah. Um, I have a hard time with goodbyes
0: <laughs> yeah God help um, you on your longest relations. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no seriously um, thank you guys so much for tuning in and we'll be coming back at you soon so uh, stay in touch and goodbye
5: I don't think I'm gonna go to LA anymore. I don't think I'm gonna go to LA anymore. I don't know what it's like to land, and not raise true. I don't think I'm gonna go to L.A. I'd die if I saw you. I'd die if I didn't see you then. So I don't think I'm gonna go to well LA anymore. your voice to tell me I love you, take a ride Pretending that you is the loneliest side I'm gonna stand clear I burn up in your atmosphere I'm gonna stay. I die if I saw you, I die if I didn't see you. I'm gonna steer clear Oh yeah I burn up in your atmosphere I'm gonna steer clear Cause I die if I saw you I die if I didn't see you I think I'm gonna stay, gonna stay in the grave. I think I'm gonna stay, 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 And all the streetlights say, never mind, never mind. And the canyon lines say, never mind. And the sunset says, we see this all the time. Never mind, never you mind Wherever you go, wherever you are, I watch your life play out in pictures from afar. Wherever I go, wherever I do, I wonder where I am in my relationship to you. Wherever you go, wherever you are, I watch that pretty life play out in pictures from afar. Ooh